Welcome to Pompey Talk, the news podcast. I'm Jordan Cross, joined by Head of Sport, Mark McMahon, and sports writer Will Rooney to bring you bang up, bang up to speed with the latest from Fratton Park. On this week's podcast, we look ahead to the Fratton doubleheader with Rochdale's visit, preceded by the big one with Arsenal on Monday night. And we ask, why does Lee Brown get so much flack after his solid return against MK Dons on Tuesday? The weekly Brett Pittman slot is back after he comes in from the cold on Tuesday night and we reminisce about Arsenal games of yesteryear and the night Thierry Henry almost got killed at Fratton Park. We're now available on Apple Podcasts as well as SoundCloud so give us a listen, like and subscribe to get each edition delivered to your device and keep your finger on the PO4 pulse at portsmouth.co.uk. He's okay. Happy. Oh, yeah, good spirits, yeah. Yeah, you? Nice to see you. Don't normally see you. Mm, only on a Friday night. Normally, <laughs> normally is a, is a Are you saying I don't do any face. work? Is this what you're inferring? Work shame. You mean? <laughs> Cheers, gaffer. <laughs> a way to boost morale. Yeah, right, let's yeah. get on with puppy talk then. <laughs> All right, Jordan, let's hammered start. my morale, yeah. <laughs> um, were you at the game on Tuesday night? Or were you sick? No, you were in. That's right, you were in. That's right. Now you're mocking my illnesses. <laughs> I've had a debilitating disease and you're making fun of it. Shouldn't do this that. This is one for HR. Shouldn't do all, that. All, all, all documented. All the, yes. Open we'll and shut past that there then. Yeah. Um, We're yeah. looking for a new sports editor, by the way, by the sounds of it. Once he gets get rid of that one. Yeah. Someone who can Aces. Yeah. <laughs> Rally the troops properly. <laughs> it's not all about heads, heads, heads. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Um, okay, Joy, Tuesday night, MK Dawns. Yes, yes, Mark. What, what was your thoughts on the performance? Um, they found a way, um, like they so often have this season. Um, MK Dons, as it turned out, was a gift and a curse because the, the manner in which they played out was obviously, as a whole, uh, and plaudits and very impressive, but... Crucially, um, they, they, they paid with a goal which immediately went viral about this is not how you play out. And within the first few minutes, Ryan Williams had intercepted. <laughs> and and uh, as I, you know, the full-backs got split and the midfield and the centre-half dropped. And uh, as you do the classic sort of Pep Guardiola way of playing out, they got it all wrong. And Pompey pressed and, and forced them into the mistake. Andy Cannon off the mark with his, with his first goal, which actually surprised me. I was asked in the press box, but... Yeah, is it his first goal? I said no, no, no. Andy Cannon scored for Pompey. Like, he must have scored, surely. Yeah. Twenty odd appearances, and and he hasn't. But that's not a reflection on Andy's performances, by the way. But it, I just found that remarkable that it's taken that long um, for him to get off the mark. But great to see that. Then, the, then the the penalty, which was the most nailed on penalty you'll ever see in your life, um, just before the break, uh, save from Bassey, who um, is performing consistently well. Uh, Gilby got the rebound, and then. John Marcus doing what John Marcus so often does, one off the chin or you know one off the backside. He, he's the king at uh, getting these scabby goals if you want to call them that. Or, <laughs> um, yeah, spawny goals, whatever way you choose to define it. But mm. that's what he he he, he does. And um, the stats are showing up. That is it. Nine goals this year now. That he, he's right yeah. up in 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 the uh, all four divisions. I think it's only Ivan Tony's got more this year than than John Marcus. So um, and then Mark and Marcus Harness getting the late goal to you know as we spoke about last week another rewrite on the uh, on the reports late on, um, but not too much of a, a drastic one this time. But just to seal the win there um, and put Pompey back in a strong place, back in the playoff places, and then if they can 
get the you know the, the victory tomorrow. Then in the last three games with the defeat, they'll still be knocking along at kind of mm. a couple of points, um, yeah. three points a game, um, two points a game. Sorry, which is what they need to do for the rest of the season. Will that be enough? It's looking. It's looking. Like they might need to go a bit above that now to get you yeah. know, into the 80s and, and, and into the automatic places. Yeah, fifth in the table now. Well, mm. it is looking a lot more comfortable than it did after the Fleetwood defeat on Saturday. Like, there's a wee bit more of optimism again. It certainly is. I mean, results couldn't have gone better for Pompey, really. Could the Sunderland and Fleetwood draw? And, and could it be much worse and, and after Fleetwood, though? Yeah. Could it? <laughs> what, exactly, what, yeah. what a weekend. But I digress. But, Sorry. But, but yeah, <laughs> now they, they beat Rochdale up to third then. I mean, they, they go ahead of Wickham on goal difference. Then the pressure's on the other side then. I think it's, Saturday. Yeah, I think Sunderland's... Sunderland, I think they're playing on Sunday. They got Coventry on Sunday, I think as well, possibly on Sky. So that's a, a big game for those two as well. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Pompey, you'd be expecting them to pick up three points against against Lowly Rochdale. Still a lot of twists and turns, isn't it? Yeah. I think. Let's be fair. I mean, Pompey still got to go to, to Peterborough next Saturday, and then got to go to Rotherham and Ipswich as well. So oh, you've done your homework for once. They're yeah, they're <laughs> looking, they're looking good at the minute. They go above Wickham, then you think and. Top two's on again, isn't it? Yeah, uh, if they yeah. win, but as we say, there's still going to be a lot of mm. things to be played out at the minute. So I wouldn't be a uh, be, be, be counting your chickens just yet if they yeah. do win. But by the same token, you've got to put the pressure on those teams at both you, and that's what Pompey are doing now. Yeah, how surprised Jordy were you to see Brett Pitt and walking in the front park on Tuesday night? Not. Not over. He's not his head. I don't think it was surprised. No, at all. not no, 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 not a surprise. No, um, it was. It, as I think we've said, I mean, in our weekly, you've got early on the uh, Brett, Pitt, <laughs> Brett Pittman slot this week. You'll be hiving off quotes for some more digital hits off this one, won't you? If I say something controversial about Brett Pittman, uh, Kenny is, is is a pragmatist, the ultimate pragmatist. If it's what's needed, what's necessary. I feel, I'm not going to repeat what I said in the podcast last week, but he'd be he'd, he'd do anything that was necessary, you know, um, to to, uh, to to you know do what's right for the team. And if it's Brett Pittman who's out of favour and they've had a fallout, and it's what's needed, and he comes. And if he was needed to get on the pitch, and then then it's, it's you know what's right, what's right mm-hmm. for the team, and not what's right for Kenny Jacket. Uh, okay, so, okay, I'm going to cut you short. What do you reckon the conversation would have been? Do you reckon Kenny would have had? A wee bit of begging down the phone that Brett Pittman. No, no, no. Brett. <laughs> or a Jack, no, no. It'd have been the sort of the, with the professionalism. Mm. Kenny Jack doesn't speak much differently to anyone who to, to, does to the press, to um, the CEO, to the players. Uh, he's got the same sort of attitude and, and, mm-hmm. and professionalism. It, you know, as he said, we said a week, you know, a week ago, he said, "Oh, I've got to give him a call." And, and yeah. lo and behold, um, it's good to talk because <laughs> it'd be Brett you needed. Ultimately, he's paid, he's paid and contracted to the club, isn't he? Yeah, so yeah. if that's what's what's needed, Kenny's chosen to manage the situation the way he sees fit and for the best of the team. I need to keep Brett, Brett away, uh, but it's a bit like um, I know the circumstances are very different. But James Vaughan had a kind of situation last season mm-hmm. where he, he trained away a lot of the time. That's to help his personal circumstances, yeah. as I understand it. But this is just for for what you know how Kenny's managing the Brett Pittman situation. Um, we were willing him to get on actually. 
but we wanted him to get on, not to see Brett Pittman play, just so he could get that 100th game, mm. not get a new contract, <laughs> and then finally <laughs> put this story to bed that the reason he's out of yeah. the team is because um, he's on 99 games yeah. and he gets a new year. I mean, that says it all, doesn't it? If you recall them, then if he's on 99 games, you, you bring them back in case you are needed. Yeah, so. yeah that would be a kick around the, t- <laughs> yeah. the face. We're bringing you back in. We know you can't play yeah. because you're on 99 games. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, I can just imagine Kenny sitting in front of the phone on Monday night going, I've got a phone, Brad. I've got a phone, Brad. Oh, no, I, I, I don't. I think he's thought, right, this needs to be doing. He has yeah. a thought about it. Is for a play I, can see, I can see Pittman as well thinking, well, I want to come back and prove a point here because I know I can still do it for, for Pompey. I mean, I've scored all these goals and the fans, a lot of, a lot of the fans want to see me be involved. And yeah. he's thinking, yeah, right, absolutely. I'm going to come we're back and put a point The, 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 singing, Brad Pittman on mm-hmm. the, the, the point I was going to make, it, it was worth him coming back just to you know remind people he's still around mm. and to, to do the warm-up and get the adulation of, of the threat yeah. and he were up, you know, singing his name. Uh, mm. Brett, Brett's well aware of his status with Pompey fans, and he wants that cemented. But, you know, like any player, they want a legacy of sorts, don't mm. they? When they come back, and and Brett will be doing. Doesn't want to spoil that now. Uh, the remainder uh, of his contract, because he's so popular, that the goals have been there, and then the stat about him being, the, I think it's the top score in the last decade. He, he doesn't want to ruin that. Um, so yeah, he, he, he go about it, and uh, it's it's the best for. For Pompey, certainly, mm. and, and, and managing the situation for all parties. If Ellis Harrison is back for the Rotsdale game, as mm. we expect he will, though, well, is Pittman back where he was? Maybe not even on the bench? or um, You'd probably be leaning towards that, wouldn't you? Because, obviously, Hawkins has been a bit ahead in the pecking order. If Harrison comes back... Jacket, like, to be fair to Jacket, I mean, he gets a lot, of, a lot of flack for being too negative and defensive-minded, but if all Pittman thinks he wants... To load up his attacking options on yeah. the fences, need to be fair to yeah. him. So that's one thing. But I think so with Palisson back fits with Hawkins. We've got the cleaners outside anyway. Yeah, You'll probably hear them for the last two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> He's only abusing us at this yeah, stage. He, normally so is he, saying, he mustn't have seen us just yeah, yet. Yeah, well, he will be when he sees his video only. But I mean, with Pittman, go back to him. I mean, with Hawkins, Jack says he's got an extreme, which is his height, which Jack quite likes those extremes, doesn't he? Yes. And yes. Hawkins, someone off the bench for 15 minutes to go if you need a goal, he can rough defences up, and someone of, of his size and, and strength can, can make an impact against defences that are perhaps a little bit jaded. Um, so I think if, if Harrison is fit, then you can see Pittman being back out of the squad. Will he go back to training with Bournemouth? That's the interesting one, I think. That's the, the, mm. the main talking point now. He's come back into the fray. Will he say, right, go back to Bournemouth or will yeah. he keep him around? That's that's a bigger talking point than if he's included against yeah. Rochdale. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't ask you that that's question. All right, that's all right. I'm glad no you pointed that out. Jordy, what do you think of Will's suggestion that that's the bigger talking point? It's, it's a good idea. I mean, it just shows your <laughs> lack of decency at, at, at your job not to point out. Mm. You're not shy about bringing up Brett Pittman at every opportunity <laughs> in, ter- in a search for uh, hits, hits, hits. Like, <laughs> not at all. You're, so. you're, yeah, you're pointing me in a bad light there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, 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 I thought he might have got um, the way things were going when he, when Brett fell out and he was, he was talking about Rico Hackett Fairchild you know because obviously he wasn't in the squad and he was yeah. attacking mm. by I thought he would he was then going to be the next man in mm. in front of Pittman but obviously Kenny you know what what he feels right and uh, he shows that so no I wouldn't I wouldn't write off him going again I think he'll be back and it's just going to be watch his space as you send us off to the Roco training base every week asking about Brett Pittman that's literally what we're <laughs> going to have to do at every press conference isn't it now but, no, right. get the binoculars out to see if he's around and given half a chance he like would that. wouldn't he yeah. yeah okay well let's quickly move on seeing as I'm the one getting the stick now and I don't, like, I, don't like, I don't like that so turn it around very quickly on. didn't we <laughs> 
Um, well, Lee Brown mm. made a welcome return to the Pompey side against MK Dons. Mm. He put in a good performance and yeah, it's nice to see him back. It is, and to be honest with you, for some reason he gets this this flack yeah. man on, on yeah. social media. People saying that they don't rate him. I mean, this is long before me, before I was here, but you've rattled off the names of left off back the t- too. Off the top of my head, I knocked out about four or five, yeah, exactly. didn't I, in the last... Oh, well, so, uh, yeah, 10 years. Yeah, I think Lee Brown would be the first to admit maybe perhaps wasn't at his best because of his movements from the Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. And he, he had to undergo that, that operation. No one undergoes surgery unless you have to, do yeah. um, And he said he weren't moving as freely and he comes back and he, he puts in a good attack and performance, getting round the outside of Curtis. Then that rapport was, was superb last season. Then mm-hmm. it was it was right there again against them Kedons. Um, the problem is he's, he's battling for one of Pompey's best players since since he arrived in Steve Seddon. Um, yeah. It was interesting Jack had said said after the game and he's just thought Seddon's perhaps just yeah, yeah just, just, just dropped off a bit a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It is understandable considering that he hadn't played a lot of football in the first half of the season and he's asked to play all these games. And just, the position as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's a it's a high octane position, isn't it, with the way he plays as well. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting now to see who plays against Rochdale and who plays against against Arsenal. I mean with Brown. Jacket likes him because he's a leader, he talks, he's got that experience yeah. and he likes him defensively, but Seddon gives you that, that maroon and runs forward mm. and that set-piece delivery as well, which yeah. it's like no over really in the squad, so it's an interesting one, but I mean, with Brown, I mean, he's, great, he's a great player to have in your squad, whether he's, he's playing or, or on the bench and someone who will still be good in the, the dressing room, yeah, exactly. he's on the bench, you think, the can he make that point? Yeah, and he... he he said to, to us, this story you'll see online, he's not bitter in, in the battle, he's said that many times before. So, interesting one for me, I think I think Seddon will come back into the team, perhaps on against against Rochdale, maybe against Arthur, mm-hmm. but it looks to me he's nailed down that bear for, for the foreseeable, I don't know about you, Josie. Hey, I, think he, I think he's probably at the head, isn't he, out of the, out of the trio of lads with Houndstrop in, mm. the, in the equation as well, and, and quite right because he's been a heck of a signing. And, yeah. Um, Pompey fans want to see him here on a permanent basis now, mm. don't they? And that, that that indicates what he's done. Bang on from Will though, absolutely spot on about about Lee Brown and the flack he gets. I don't I don't get it. Um, if you knew that the bloke and the, and the caliber of the bloke, um, you'd know why why mm. Kenny Jacket rates him so much mm. on the pitch. I can say Mark Stimson, <laughs> Matthew Robinson, more recent time Neil Allen's friends Cole Capecua. Oh yeah. Uh, you can even go Marcus Painter, Nicky Shorey was you know a good player, but right at the tail end of his there there are stacks of players. Harry Dickinson. Dickinson, right, you know, an absolute whopper there. There's about ten players I can think of that are uh, inferior to Lee Brown. He's a good solid league league one player. Um he gets up and down. Uh yeah, so I don't, I think it's totally unfair that uh, the manner in which he's painted in and uh, I think that's probably just um indicative of social media perhaps. Mm, yeah. Um and and what you see and people wanna wanna poke fun. Like they were poking fun at Sean Raggett um, for much of the season. Like they've really hammered Bryn Morris, Bryn Morris in, yeah. in the past. Even Andy yeah. Cannon had it and for a while, didn't he? Yeah. Like yeah. So just you know, that's a uh, the uh, the bad side of uh, of social media, which is obviously a wider talking yeah. point, uh, along with the, with the good that can come from it. Yeah. Uh, well, Brown was one of like it was five changes yeah. that Kenny made on Tuesday night. Mm. Well, um, it's going to happen more often as the games come thick and fast. But believe it or not. Where I was sitting in the north stand, no south stand upper, mm. there's still people criticising for making so many changes. When he <laughs> said after Fleetwood that the guys were leggy after the, the Exeter game, the, the lost Fleetwood, that they were tired. Yeah. yeah. So, like, 
yeah, you can't. Kenny win. goes yeah. and makes those changes, but still, there's, there's, there's still people criticising. Yeah, for the number of changes, but he needs to keep it fresh, doesn't he? He do, and people say, oh, the reason why Pong was in golf is because they were leggy towards the end of last season yeah. and he didn't rotate enough, and now he makes changes, and, yeah. and people are down his throat. Yeah. It's just you're never going to please anyone, no, no matter what I. I mean, if. People who say, "Oh, play the kids," and if you put the kids out, then you would have been experience. Yeah, yeah. where's the experience? Get get be three nil or what's he doing? Yeah. So you're never going to please anyone. That's just the nature of it. And I think obviously social media just give that platform to to give you a voice. And yeah. the the thing is, we, we'll see at the fans forum tonight. Is a lot of the fans when they are in in person, they are speaking to Kenny Jack, Mark Carlin, two very professional people. When they get yeah. a chance, yeah. it's a different matter, really. So I mean. Yeah. People are entitled to opinion and people pay the money to go, but it's just, you're never going to please anyone. Yeah, everyone. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay, well, thank you for that. Um, Jordan, today, Thursday, Christian Burgess, we're hearing, is in talks to sign a new contract. Oh, yes. That's welcome news, isn't it? Yeah, and, you know, congratulations if that, you know, to Christian Burgess if that, for what he's done this season because I think it's probably one that, He's earned the um, almost. Um, I not say, but he, he's not a Kenny, a natural fit for a Kenny Jacket type of player. But his form, um, he's been absolutely fundamental to to the team's mm-hmm. success this season. Uh, you know, his character um, around the place he's established. He's been a big part of the fabric of the club of the city. Now, um, he's ingratiating himself. With uh, with not just the football club but Portsmouth and Southsea, where and Old Portsmouth, where he lives. Now, some people could say that might be a tactical move from from Christian. It's not. He he actually just has grown to love the area. Um, so he's settled and happy here here, and um, you're sitting seeing seeing the best of him on on the pitch as a result. And he's had his battles, no doubt about it. You know, there's been you look at the the, the stats in, in his time, even under. Kenny Jacket, you'd have thought, you know, he looks like he's on his way. Um, I think I've written a couple of, you know, one certainly one column about he's the almost the new Limvoy Primus of, the, <laughs> of this era, where he, I used to speak to Limvoy up at the training ground all those years ago. How's it going, Limvoy? And he's go, still holding on. <laughs> and he was always felt like he was like one, you know, one player away from being bombed out totally, and and he held on and, and made himself a a cult hero. Um, so Christian sort of. Aping that to a, a a great extent in terms of having that resolved and to kind of get his head down and and come out of it the other side now and uh, if they're talking about a contract I mean you would su- suggest that the the way Kenny would have been looking at it would be let's see what division Pompey are in next mm-hmm. season with a lot of players because the squad <clears throat> and the quality you'd say might might be a very different story if they go up but if he's talking about a contract with Christian Burgess now then that suggests that whatever division Pompey you're in he, he would like he's to you know, he might well be around his values so congratulations to Christian okay then um, we'll move on slightly then well Arsenal on the horizon you've been speaking to a local journal yep. up in yep. North London from the Eastern Sea that yeah yeah what's the lowdown there it's... well by by what he's saying, they're gonna. <coughs> Michael Arteta is taking this competition seriously. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Not saying he's gonna put a, a full strength eleven out, but I mean, it's a chance for Shelburne. By the bar, it? It, it is, and that's what Arsenal fans want at the end of the day, isn't it? They still find yeah. a free front. So he thinks they're gonna make changes, but we're, we're gonna see some of the big hitters down here at yeah. Grant Park, like the days of yesteryear. So he, he thinks that Lacazette might start. So there's one. Uh, he thinks that obviously 
Saka, you know, bright yeah. young, bright yeah. young prospect yeah. might start as doing, well. Doing, doing me a treat in the fantasy FPL yeah. this season. <laughs> Got my bargain price. Players like Xhaka and, uh, and Abamyang on the bench, Leno on the bench. So we're going to see some some real stars at, at Fratton Park on on Monday, and it's an exciting tie, isn't it? Mike Dean, oh. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> for his antics alone, and <laughs> Mike Dean's a referee, isn't that'll it? Be a, yeah, yeah. yeah, that'll be another one that, that we can look forward to. It's going to be a great game. We'll pump it up against it. Make no bones about it. We only have to go back to September when, when unfortunately, there's the four 0 loss to, to to Southampton. You just the quality in the divisions are just mm. you can. Just, it's just so apparent, isn't it? You can just tell him, and you only yeah. have to look at that Ing second goal where Ron Curtis gives yeah. the ball away, and in. It won't, Three, you four won't, seconds, it's like, gone, gone, it's punished, isn't it? Ruthless. And we speak to Sean Raggers on Monday, and those fine margins that are going to be yeah. going to be the difference. But, you know, crowd gets going, crowd's going to be up for it, aren't they? And Pompey can put a bit of pressure on them early, like they did against Southampton, let's not forget, but they didn't get that goal. If they yep. get that first goal, yep. then... Yep. That first 20, 25 yeah, minutes at Southampton. Yeah, have some youngsters out, and they get that goal, and they, they put the pressure on then It could be a, a different story. Mm. Yeah, it's not a close case. Jordy's shot... Pompey are going to exit the, the, no. the cup this round, especially if, if Arsenal make one or two changes even. But it's an occasion to savour, isn't it? It's been such a long time coming now. It's actually over a, a decade, or around a decade, since Pompey have, have played, not even welcome to Fratton Park, what you would regard as one of the game's heavy hitters. I think mm. it was Chelsea in, at the, uh, yeah, towards the end of the 2009-10 season when the last time anyone of that nature's been yeah. here so for that reason alone Fratton Park <coughs> under the lights sold out Arsenal yeah it's going to be it's going to be a, a, a great occasion so um, yeah and it's not a, an insurmountable task I think there are a number of factors that need to go in Pompey's favour for, for it to be there you know I think, and I think we've nailed it by the way like Southampton is what's in my mind the way we played that 20 minutes and we're all over them and just you know, the, the, perhaps that was the quality. The fact that the, you know, there wasn't that kind of ruthlessness to stick the ball in the back of the net mm. when those one or two chances came. That that's going to be going to be fundamental. But yeah, I, I think we. Are. I don't need to say it again because it is like you, they are young players. Let's yeah. test them. How many times? You know, they're not Arsenal aren't going to be coming to a place like Fratton Park too often mm -hmm. in, the, in the kind of the land of milk and honey that mm -hmm. is that is the Premier League, and it will awaken so many. I mean, some of our great memories of covering Portsmouth is is Arsenal, Arsenal yeah. games down the years. There's some brilliant things, brilliant things that fans would have seen, and brilliant things that they haven't seen. Mm -hmm. that, like, uh, too, you know, the, the the famous one uh, was the Thierry Henry putting on the shirt. Yeah. But they, that night, Thierry Henry could have been killed at Fratton Park. <laughs> I kid you not, it almost happened. I almost I saw it happen with my own eyes, and it, it was the effort, the one where they absolutely smashed us. He was conducting interviews in the tunnel at Fratton Park after the game and the press were all around and I don't know to this day that happened the TV gantry up high they, they tried to lower the winch and it's all done on, on a winch they stopped doing it now as a result of what happened that night but there was a winch up there a big massive great metal hook and they were winching all the, all the heavy gear down something's worked loose the next thing I know this metal hook's come swinging down into the top making a beeline it was a big like, cleaver type thing going straight towards Thierry Henry and if he wasn't going to kill him he would have definitely been maimed <laughs> It just took, saw it coming, just took one sort of half glance at it, just dropped a shoulder, leaned back, and the cleaver went through, and the hook went straight through. And it was a, yeah, that was a, that was a classic moment. The, the fans what, perhaps what would didn't. Done? Would you have jumped in the way of that there to see if Thierry Henry's life? No, I've got the Facebook live going. Mm -hmm. If it was hit 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 hit, 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 h
Thierry Henry's maimed within a six feet of me here live for Portsmouth News <laughs> to keep my boss Mark but not happy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it was obviously, and obviously that that night is what I mean. Thierry Henry was the world's best player then. Yeah. Um, so to for him to and the other common misnomer about that is uh, that the, the, the donning of the Pompey shirt. It wasn't that night. It was yes. actually eight weeks later when Pompey uh, played Arsenal again uh, in the league. I think it was a one-all draw. I think Yakubu scored, if I remember rightly, at that time. Um, and, and, he, and he done it. And as, as he said, as a thank you to for the quality of the of the fans recognising what he did. And I think it was him and Vieira got substituted, and there was just a standing ovation for him. And the Pompey fans were singing Thierry Henry's a Pompey fan, yeah. and Vava Room and. Uh, yeah, it was a real. I mean, probably fans. Some some people are uncomfortable with it. Um, yeah. You know, what are you singing? You know, you're yeah. embarrassing, embarrassing us. But it was, it was for me. Pompey fans have always done it. Back to when I was a, a teenager, I remember Rodney Jacks for Crew scoring a cracking goal in the whole frat and just stood up mm-hmm. and applauded it. So it's not. Um, they do recognise quality, and and that was the epitome of it that night. But yeah, Arsenal games. I remember one one year, two thousand and five, Loire Loire, famously somersault celebration. Went over and done himself a mischief celebrating <laughs> the goal and pulled his hamstring. Yeah. And um, I was interviewing him afterwards and he was hobbling off and I helped him along the touchline. And uh, before I know it, then uh, my phone's getting text messages left, right and centre and the sky cameras had followed me out with the while, the while, <laughs> helping him down the touchline. So that was yeah, my, my five seconds of fame there. Um, but yeah, that was another, there's been many, many. Um, obviously the, the, the Invincibles that season when in the 5-1 of the, when we went to Highbury. And um, we could have, well, we should have won that game. It was a one-all draw, and uh, Robert Perez, infamously rather than famously, dived to win a penalty. Dave Stevanovic was, was uh, pulled up on that one, and um, and it, yeah, and that penalty was a one-all draw. But it did give me um, a, a few quid because I had Teddy Sheringham in a one-all draw on that day. So uh, yeah, yeah, some great memories from Good Arsenal down the years. Money oh. goes money. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, using your baldy head as yes. inspiration yes. as a makeshift crystal, um, ball. crystal ball. Talking of crystal balls, <laughs> we, we haven't had these enormous ten games to go, is it? Oh, we always get the call with ten games mm. to go for oh. you as another another yeah. digital hits winner. You'll yeah. be bringing you're, up in the next. You're giving one. away all our secrets here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, using your baldy head as a crystal Indeed. ball. If this was Tuesday, what will we be talking about? We'll be talking about Pompey still in the playoffs and in the FA Cup. <laughs> this is Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, sorry. I thought yeah. you meant the Tuesday. You could have phrased it better. It's confusing. I can see where you've gone. Yeah. Shoddy from the. I uh... think there'll definitely be the playoffs. I'd be disappointed if they don't get three points against Ross. It's going to be a oh. similar game to MK Dons. They like to play the. the yeah, play out. Play out. Yeah, play on, say the, that. on the grounds. And yeah. we've seen up there that they dominated possession. And they had to think they had 80% at one point. And mm. Pompey duly put them to the sword in the end. So I think they'll definitely be in the playoffs. 100% in the FA Cup I'd say I'd take a replay unfortunately <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> right. yeah, that's my kind of go to but we can't, we can't say that can looking we? forward yeah. to, to the game I think to be honest Arsenal might just have the quality but maybe go to extra time and we'll have a little yeah. bit of entertainment so yeah. yeah I think they'll definitely be in the playoffs but couple FA Cup a couple of quid on Ragged to score the first goal Jordan. don't you go there again <laughs> oh I can't believe he's you have to explain it now no, aren't you're, you? you're, oh, you're that's, a, that's a dagger blow me and we are known to like a punt every now and then, and uh, we were on the way up to Prenton Park the other week saying, Pompey has scored all his goals from set pieces, aren't they? Raggett uh, hasn't. Raggett hasn't, he's been fretting it, it's time to back him. We didn't. 
and that would have been a, that would have been a tasty price, wouldn't it? Would have been, yeah. Yeah, I've seen the one or something. Wasn't it? Sixteen to one. Well, and that was a problem. I yeah. felt that that was too, way too short for ragged, so I kind of resented betting it. But yeah. you know, when beer just was double the price, you thought, yeah, where's the value there? Like, yeah. so. that's right. So it was kind of, but then you know, if you go put your tenner on, on 150, 160 quid would have been better yeah. than a, yeah. a kick slap around the face, which is in the end what we got, and a bit of anger in the press box wasn't <laughs> it, when that goal went it wasn't even, It was just the. Yeah. Stay and look at each other. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> I can really say I've been. Not, I wouldn't say I was disappointed to be the score, <laughs> by the way. But yeah, once the realization, you know, the the initial happiness at the uh, the goal going in was quickly kind of like, yeah. oh, it's blimmin' ragged. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a, one. It was a glance across the press box that that said yeah. it all. Yeah, <laughs> quietly fumed. <laughs> <laughs> the worries of bet betting yeah. people, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. Well, obviously, we need to say anybody betting out there needs to bet responsibly. Bet responsibly. Bet responsibly. Yes, and not not like us. Not like Will, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, lads. Thank you again for all your help today. It's been a wonderful chat with you. You've been listening to the Pompey Podcast. We'll see you all again soon. Goodbye. And you've got work to do.